Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. Welcome back to our podcast, Redeem. Thank you once again for joining us. I hope that you are doing well. It's kind of late where we're at. It's, well, 7... It is 7.15. 7.15. That's pretty late for me. How old are you? I'm old. Gosh. I'm really old. It's 7.15. Yeah. I should have had dinner and taken my bath by now. Yeah. I should be sitting in front of my TV playing Skyrim at this point. Glass of warm milk. Yeah. <laughs> Not really... No, I just got off work, and so uh, we came down here, and we're getting in the process of putting these together. Uh, so thanks for joining us. And um, if you remember from our last one, we kind of left off with King David at what I would consider probably the low point of his career. Yep. Yeah. Um, that one sin that he, well, there's probably multiple sin. There's multiple sins included in this one big, yeah. this one big mistake that he made. That kind of defined a lot of his rule. Because after that, um, his family began to very much so fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, David is going to pay very heavily for that sin. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was. You're right. It's one sin, but then he continued to compound that sin. Yep. He just kind of kept building on it and building on it, and then yeah, became that big boulder in Indiana Jones is what it became. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and so he's going to have some tough roads ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, if you think if you think you're really gonna get away with sin, you're highly you're highly uh, wrong on that. Yeah, David couldn't get away with it. Nobody can. Nope. <laughs> and don't think you can do it in secret either. That don't work either. Also yeah. wrong. God knows, He's watching. He knows. But with that being said, let's kind of continue on a little bit more, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll begin to see how his family starts to break apart. One of the uh, big things that happens. Is you have the incident in Samuel, Second Samuel thirteen, between Ammon, Ammon and Tamar. It's a terrible, horrible situation. It is. Yep. Um, basically, you have a brother who rapes his sister. Yep. And it's not good. And then pays for it. And he pays for it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of the it's kind of the tipping point to where we're going to see uh, one of the other sons come onto the scene that is going to cause some very big issues. Yeah, it's the it's the first domino to fall mm-hmm. in this chain of events here. So we have Ammon who falls in love with Tamar, and Tamar is the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of yep. David. So you have Ammon, son of David, falling in love with Tamar, who's a beautiful sister of. Absalom, the son of David. Now, I'm not exactly sure, but I think these are from. I think they were more like stepbrothers. The way the way that they the way the wording is, it makes it sound like they were yeah, different. Yeah, I don't think that they were uh, from the same mom. I think they had different moms. Yeah. Because you know, at that time, they had kings had multiple wives, a lot of them. Now, it, now it did seem that like at this t- at this particular time that Bathsheba was the favorite. 
Uh, I mean, at, yeah. the, at the cost, she better be. Yeah. So, <laughs> because it's later, it's later, later on, it's going to be her son that becomes the heir. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't even bother tuning into the next episode. Yeah, exactly. I just uh, <laughs> thirty seconds right there. So anyway, so so we have this going on. Ammon falls in love with Tamar. Yep. He sees Tamar. He wants her, but he can't have her. He comes up with this whole great big scheme to to lure her in. She uh, he pretends to be sick. She comes in, take care of him. Blah blah blah. He rapes her. And then to make it worse, he then therefore, uh, because in that day and age, if that kind of thing happened, you really should have just gone ahead and taken the next step and married her and kept her home. Yep. Because she was a virgin. You know what I'm saying? So that was it was it was a big thing at that time. Yes. And he didn't do that either. Kicked her right out. He kicked her right to the curb. Hated her. Yep. Hated her. And I'm not sure. And it was probably not her that he hated, but what he had done. He hated himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would imagine that as well. Yeah. But he definitely took it out on her. But then every time he saw her, he was reminded of this this horrendous sin that he had created. All right. <clears throat> so, really, really fast, that's what happened there. Uh, yep. Okay. Quick recap. <laughs> Quick recap. And the reason I just wanted to say, mention that is because then Air enters Absalom. Now, remember, Tamar is Absalom's... Sister. Sister. So what does Absalom do? Well, like any good brother, what do you think he does? He devises himself a little plan. He does. And in the end, he kills Ammon. Yep. And that's where things start to turn for this young man named Absalom. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. he was feeling pretty high and mighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs away for a while. Uh, he uh, After he kills his brother, he's afraid, of course, of what the king's going to do, and he runs and he hides. It's interesting, though, uh, because at the end there, it says that King David longed to go to Absalom. Um, there was something about Absalom that David really liked. He was very drawn to Absalom. Yeah. Um, he was mourned many days for his son, and, and just, I mean, it, it's just interesting. He seemed hung up. Yeah. And so Absalom fled, and he stayed away for three years. Uh, once again, though, he comes back on the scene. He devises this plan with Joab. And they basically tricked the, trick, trick the king into saying a, you know, saying a few things, and boom, Absalom's back in the picture. Yeah. That's a very quick overview I was of that. Say. There's a much more in-depth plan there. They, they get a woman. Yeah. They tell her what to say. She says it. But anyway, basically... They um, essentially tricked David into taking Absalom's side. Yes. In what happened. Yep. Essentially. Yep. And it begins at this point that, and it, you know, makes mention of Absalom. Um, it says, In Israel there was not a man so highly praised for his handsome appearance as Absalom. From the top of his head to the sole of his foot, there was no blemish on him. Good looking dude. Must have been. Did his push-ups. Yep. Did his push-up. Yeah, must have been a, you know, just, and he just, he drew people to him. Yeah, charismatic. It says whenever he cut his hair, whenever he cut the hair of his head, which was only once a year, because it became too heavy for him, he would weigh it, and its weight was 200 shekels by the royal standard. Now, I don't know how much 200 shekels weighs, but that sounds like quite a bit of weight. Yeah, I mean, just like I said, (laughs) think about 200 quarters. (laughs) Yeah. If it's anything like a shekel. Mm -hmm. So... So it kind of gives you an idea who who Absalom is. He's he's this really good looking guy. Um, he, it kind of seems like he's pretty charismatic too, mm-hmm. or has a lot of charisma. He draws people to him, 
and he begins the process of trying to overthrow his father. And uh, he does so. He overthrows his his, uh, his father, and his father has to flee. Absalom. They all flee. Yep. Absalom does a few things that are not good. <laughs> Putting it lightly. <laughs> Putting it lightly. Uh huh. Yep. It's one way to put it. Mm-hmm. And David is chased around the countryside for a while. Absalom's trying to get him. Uh, in the end, it all ends with uh, Absalom basically getting caught in a tree. You guys remember that long hair we <laughs> talked about? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets all cut up in a tree, and he gets all hung up there. But I do think we have to make mention, too, that David, at no point in this, wanted his son to be killed. They wanted He wanted, you know, to bring his son in alive. Well, he had, he had... Where is it? He had asked Joab, or told Joab, bring him back alive, if uh-huh. possible. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Be gentle with the young man Absalom for my sake. There and all the troops heard the king <laughs> giving orders, but that didn't happen. But oh, Joab. Joab. But Joab had other plans. And Joab got results. He did. You know, Joab is one of those characters that I kind of like and I hate at the same time. Yeah. Because a lot of what Joab do- did, it's like it needed to be done. Yeah, and a lot of what he did also didn't need to be done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And to be honest, the choices that Joab makes, he's going to have to pay for in the end as well. And he was not afraid to make decisions, though. No, he was not. He was not a man of indecision. No, I, you know, I th- really see Joab as he was a warrior. That's what he was first and foremost. Yeah. And uh, up and up until this point, he was very loyal to David. Now that shifts a little later on, but uh, at this point, he's very, very loyal to to David. Yeah. And he knew. That David didn't have the guts to do what needed to be done. So what does Joab do? Kills Absalom. He didn't just kill Absalom. Yeah. He uh, took three javelins in his hand and plunged them into Absalom's heart. His heart isn't that big. (laughs) (laughs) Three javelins. So, you know, Joab was letting off a little steam. (laughs) There's a lot of pent-up emotion there, okay? Three javelins. Joab must have been a large human being, first off. Three javelins, that's some work. Javelin's the stick. Correct. Okay. Why are you holding it like this? It'd be be like like that. Yeah, Yeah, but if you're holding three of them. You're not ready for war. Yeah. (laughs) He's holding three of them. He's bringing like a shot put. What makes you think he was holding all three at once? I thought he threw one. It makes it sound like he took all three and jammed them into his heart. Took three javelins in his hand and plunged them into his heart. Hey, that is pretty impressive. Hand duh. Not hands. Hand duh. So both y'all fight me. (laughs) So that was a big... It's called reading. (laughs) Check it out sometime. I thought you were like thinking like a shot put. Yeah. And I was like... No. That's not what you use. Pierce. That's why I thought thought you were confused. And then on top of that, he had a good enough aim that he hit the heart all three three times. times. Yeah. Someone should have put him on the javelin team. But yeah, no, he's while the dude's hanging in the oak tree. I wonder if that ever got back to David. <laughs> how how they killed him. Yeah. Like obviously it got back to him that killed him, but like Yeah, I am not sure. So 
do you want to know what Joab yeah. did? Yeah. Or... Like, was it necessary? <laughs> Three javelins to the heart? Mm-hmm. Wanted to be sure. I guess. Yep. And then, after all that's all done, and Joab has done that, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, well, first of all, Absalom's hair was too long. You know, if his hair hadn't been long, he never wound up in the tree, and we never would have got to this point. But the long hair... Yeah, <laughs> you know, it just reminds me of Incredibles. No capes. No capes. No capes. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. And, get your hair cut. And there we are. We're, we're swinging around in a tree because your hair is too long, and Joab gets you. Now it's interesting because what does David do after that? Of course, he mourns for his son, and <laughs> Joab's not real happy with that because he's saying you need to encourage your men here. Uh-huh. They've been fighting for you for this long. Yep. Come on, get back on the. Get on the horse here, boss. Yeah. yeah. We got to get rolling. Mm-hmm. But the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. Joab wasn't a man of many feelings either. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. No. No. I think his feeling was anger and then maybe rage. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a... a uh, oh, it was your, your dad. Dad used to say he only had one feeling. You know what I'm saying? He still <laughs> says that. Anger. I think Joab only had one feeling. <laughs> It appears so. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. Don't know if we were read about him being happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was. I don't see him as a happy kind of person. No. But uh, he was. Yeah. He. He was. He was. He was a tough man. He was. Yeah. And uh, he got a lot of what David needed done done. But uh, it's not a happy ending for Joab though. No. Let's just go ahead. Gonna come back and bite. Another spoiler alert. Yeah, well, it does not turn out well for him. That's more of a clip. All right. So, there was, once again, we covered, like, I don't know, three or four, five, six, seven, eight chapters there. Six. Six chapters. And there's a lot more detail in there, and I always highly recommend you go back and read them. Uh, For none other than the fact that uh, somebody probably needs to fact check us sometimes. Or no, wait, that's when Amanda's here. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> I wish she's here. I don't want that responsibility. <laughs> We've never been wrong. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> Except for that one time. Yeah, except for that one time. Anyway, but what I want to point out here is that uh, because of the sin, the sin with Bathsheba, you know, we don't get away with their sins. There will be punishment for our sins. Um, this is just pretty pretty cut and dry in the fact that you can see how the progression goes um i would be i would have been very interested to see what would happen if the Bathsheba had the Bathsheba event never happened what would have happened to david's family you know what i'm saying yeah no that's a good point mm-hmm. I, I i wonder if things would have been different but it just seemed like the Bathsheba thing was kind of the turning point for david and then things started yeah. to go downhill now that being said kings didn't always make the best fathers either you could make the absentee father. Mm-hmm. Or just that they just, you know, they were so busy doing other stuff. I, it, maybe it was absentee or just the fact that they just... Well, yeah, every spring had they were many. off to war. I was going to say, some of them had so many kids, I, I, mean, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, David had a lot of sons. Yeah. yeah. David had a lot of daughters. Yeah. And I, I, it's 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 not like he was going home every night, you know, 9 to 5 and, oh, hey, yeah. you know, hanging out with his kids. No, I don't think that was it. They had their section. He had his mm-hmm. section. That's it. It's probably true. So... I think, you know, that, that could have played into it. Yeah. That's just speculation. Yeah. I don't, that's not written in the Bible anywhere. <laughs> but as a father, I could kind of see how that would play a role. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just pulling from other kings too. You know, I mean, you have these really good kings, really good kings. 
but their sons are really garbage. bad sons. Garbage. Yeah. Sure. And it's either the fact they didn't take enough time to train them, or like I said, they just weren't, as you said, weren't there. Even think about sense. not even a king, but uh, but Samuel's sons. Yeah. Yeah. They suck too. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> that was it's, the reason the whole kings got erected thing. Yeah. 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 It is interesting suck. to me. Give us a king. From from the aspect of you know you, you you do have these godly men, but they struggle with raising their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that being a prophet was kind of the same thing because you'd just be pulled everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? On the road a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And Go so, talk to this guy. Go talk to this guy. Go talk to this guy. So as a father, that's one of the things that's kind of like, you know, how can I pass on yeah. uh, my love for the Lord to my kids? Now, that's not always true. There's a lot of them. Then there, on the opposite end, you had these evil, terrible kings that had great kids that yeah. turned out. You know what I mean? You just never know. But in the back of my mind, it was just an observation that I made that just kind of mm-hmm. makes you wonder. Yeah. Like I said, it's not grounded in anything that I've <laughs> that's written in the Bible, but it's just something that came across. But as it turns out, the family begins to fall apart. David's family begins to fall apart. Uh, Ammon and Tamar, you have Absalom uh, overthrowing him. He has to run. He's on the run for a while. And then he gets to come back. Uh, his son is killed. Yep. And uh, it just... It's just interesting how up until this point, um, because David seemed to be doing exactly what the Lord wanted him to do, you didn't have a lot of that. It seemed like everything that David touched was blessed. For a little while. Yeah. And then after after Bathsheba, things began to turn around. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lesson for here, as redeemed Christians... You know, David was a Christian. He made a mistake, but he still had to pay for it. And sometimes I think that we as Christians think we get out of that uh, because we are Christians. Yeah. And we forget the fact that God is a God of of justice, too. He's going to get his. Mm -hmm. And it's not not so much about get his, but he wants to train to teach us. you got to learn from it. Yeah. And uh, when I discipline my kids... Sometimes you have to make it stick. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, 30 seconds later, they're doing the same yeah. thing right over again. Uh-huh. So, that being said, I think David probably thought twice about doing anything like what he did to Uriah the Hittite and, and Bathsheba. Yeah. Because he lost his lost the first son that Bathsheba had from it, and then it looked like he began to lose his family after that. It all slipped away. Mm-hmm. So sin is very dangerous. We got to be careful, and we got to make sure that we understand that we don't just get away with sin. It's a fact. No matter if it's done in secret, because trust me, David probably thought he gotten away with it and did it in secret. You know, yeah, probably, probably nobody else knew except for Joab what had happened to Uriah. As soon as, soon as Uriah was dead, he probably thought, "All right, took care of that." Yep, took care of that problem. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, God's there, and He's like, "Yeah, no, that's not how that works." That's <laughs> not how we're playing this. Yep. So, just a friendly reminder, but all that said, still when it's all said and done, God still said that David was a man after his own heart. Yep. Man after his own heart. You yeah, know? Just because he sinned doesn't mean he mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But we still have to gone. deal with the sin and the judgment that comes because of that sin. Fact. Yeah. Part of me says that's probably the reason why I'm scared to death of when that j- big judgment day comes and i got to stand before the Lord and he's going to read all that stuff. I'm going to be know. there a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's going to have a couple books on me. 
So anyway, just a, just a reminder that as a redeemed Christian, we need to make sure that we, as we always do, keep the uh, short list of sins. Yep. Keep it short. But more than that, just be aware that there are punishment that comes with sin. So let's try to avoid those sins. It's a good policy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we can, let's try to avoid them and, you know... Don't make the mistakes if we can avoid it. Yeah. Now, sometimes we're just not that bright. I understand. At least not me. And I do it anyway, even when mm-hmm. I know I'm not supposed to. Yep. <laughs> Been there. Yep. So anyway, just understand that even someone as awesome as David had his shortcomings, and he had to pay for those sins. And just to make sure that we understand that we're not going to get away with them either. Nope. And that we are going to have some uh, judgment come because of that. All right, I know this is a real exciting, makes you feel real good type podcast tonight. <laughs> um, trust me, it does get better. But uh, I, I think it's a lesson that we really do need to understand and remember. Because uh, I think sometimes we as Christians think we, we uh, get to escape that because we're Christian. Yeah. yeah. Think we get a get out of jail free yep. card. And we don't. So we need, need to make sure that we're always on our guard. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.